listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Point of care testing spans so many areas of medicine that it is best defined by where it's done. Anywhere outside the centralized laboratory rather than by the kinds of tests that are performed. In general, point of care testing encompasses any tests that are performed at or near a patient and at the site where care or treatment is provided. Results are typically available relatively quickly so that they can be acted upon without delay. This is POC Talk with Dr. Kristen Talent. Kristen is a passionate pharmacist ready to help advance point of care testing for pharmacists nationwide. You know, it's like Christmas here at the Pharmacy Podcast Network. When I get to launch a new podcast and we get to unwrap what's coming for our listeners, my favorite providers are pharmacists and also a shout out to our pharmacy technicians. This will also be interesting content for our pharmacy technicians because it impacts you as well. And that is point of care testing. If you haven't guessed yet, um, this name of this podcast, we're going to call it POC Talk, P-O-C-T-A-L-K. I'm so excited. Um, welcoming our newest host, uh, Dr. Kristen Talent, and her uh, passion for point of care testing. I got to meet uh, Kristen at the Diversify RX 2022 event, which is put on and developed by Dr. Lisa Fast, a rock star in our industry. And uh, Kristen and I had a very in-depth conversation about the future of point of care testing. I used to get, um, I remember, I remember that day when we were talking, Kristen, I got the hairs on the back of my neck stood up when I was watching the passion that was coming from you and how I was like putting my fingers together in my head. That is saying this will become a podcast. Like I was so excited. Like I was like, I'm definitely bringing Kristen. So welcome officially to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Uh, Kristen, I am so excited you're here. Oh, thank you so much, Todd. I am super excited to be here today um, and honored to be a co-host. So thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. So point of care testing really offers our pharmacists some new opportunities. We're going to dive into this. We're going to actually get some feedback from you of what you're going to focus on you know, in addition to dispensing, dispensing in and what it is and what it was is changing. I don't see pharmacists doing very much dispensing. A matter of fact, less and less dispensing as we move forward with technology. I do see pharmacist roles becoming much more consultative and digging down into disease states and having technology at their fingertips. We're talking about digital therapeutics. We're talking about pharmacogenomics. We're talking about... Um, um, digging into the electronic health record in the health system setting, um, consultant programs for um, our, our fragile seniors. And when I think of medication management and how pharmacists are poised and how they were exalted during the coronavirus um, that, that launched and changed our world in 2019, what do you know? But point of care testing was no longer just something that we were lightly talking about. It was demanded and it was needed and it literally saved lives. A pharmacist rose to the top from a public uh, perspective and the, I think our consumers finally realized, holy crap, we realized what pharmacists had the capability of doing. So before we dig into the POC talk and point of care testing, Kristen, I want you to give our listeners a little of your background and why you're a pharmacist. What you, why are you so passionate to be a pharmacist? <laughs> so... 
Um, I got into point of care testing around that same time that you had talked about with the pandemic. And when COVID started prior to that, I was trying to change my career. Exactly the reasons that you've mentioned, it's time for us to kind of embrace even more these clinical services that we all keep talking about and not step away entirely from dispensing, but realize that we need to change our our business model and our approach to what our profession and everything should be. And I believe that point of care testing uh, during COVID was the springboard into all of the other opportunities that being a CLIA wave laboratory gives us as pharmacists, especially in the independent pharmacy or um, the consultation or the pharmacy consultants who are working in their communities. And so anyway, I started COVID testing and I realized that all pharmacists need to be doing COVID testing. And that's what I want to share with everybody. I want to talk to them, talk to you. I want to talk to you guys about point of care testing um, and help you gain the insight and information that you need so that you can take it into your communities and be successful. So I want to give our listeners some understanding that the investment that you're making, Kristen, is much bigger than just a podcast. This is really becoming a lead part of your consultancy to impact other pharmacists who are interested in adding um, more purposeful um, point of care testing and then the outcomes of what that means and being able to use that data to forward the treatment modalities that are designed between our physicians and our pharmacists. You know, in 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 the U.S., um, almost 500,000 individuals were hospitalized. Approximately 35,000 died from influenza during the 2018-2019 season. And then during 20 to 20. 2020 to 2021 influenza season, it was also extremely serious because it was also impacted by uh, SARS COVID, um, what, COV2 or whatever the number was. And of course that blew up and point of care testing as people drove their cars through the drive through and the makeshift uh, tents that were set up at mega churches and all of this testing, all of that data that was available through that testing, which was shared with our CDC and our local uh, and state governments, pharmacists understood what that meant. It was almost like a domino effect of the action that they were gonna be taking next. And the next thing was the vaccine and how that became a, a centrifuge of care for our communities. So when I think of point of care testing, that's the first thing I thought of was our vaccines, but this is so much bigger than just that because of our sectors of pharmacy. We're talking about senior care spe- specifics. We're talking about women's health specific. We're talking about pediatrics. We're talking about e- everywhere there is a patient, there's an opportunity to do something in point of care testing in the hands of the pharmacist to become the right hand that they are to our physicians to then use the data and the outcomes of that test to make actionable decisions. And that's what gets me excited because I'm a pharmacy fan nerd. But I want to open this up to you for our listeners to understand your investment into this is really, it's, it's going to become your entire career and your entire initiative. You've even designed programs through Diversify RX, which we just mentioned, Dr. Lisa Fast at the beginning of the show. 
Can you kind of tell us about the bigger picture here? Um, that this isn't just about Pock Talk podcast. This is this is an environment that you're creating that's going to have a national impact. Absolutely, um, and it's it's not only more than that, but it's it's more than COVID testing. And I want people to know that from the very beginning, this is not about just COVID testing. COVID, although the pandemic has has had all of these negative connotations with it, it has been the springboard for us to be more noticed as pharmacists, as these places that we can go to, these people we can go to for answers to our healthcare questions, more so uh, like a healthcare hub of sorts. And so like you're saying, vaccinations, what about turning these things into collaborative practice agreements where you're working more closely with other healthcare practitioners, where you can then start to prescribe based on the results that you're seeing from these point of care tests that you're offering to your community. And so it's more than just COVID. It's more than just testing. We're we're starting to expand our profession in the place that we've been trying to do for decades. Um, and so the mission of this podcast is to help all pharmacists who are interested in more profitable clinical services, the it, interested in the opportunity to expand the practice of pharmacy, impact your communities, and practice at the top of your license. And that's one of the reasons why I teamed up with somebody like Lisa Faust, because at Diversify Rx, I mean, she's doing incredible things for the profession of pharmacy. And who better to team up with and bring in that virtual course that I created um, to help people get from A to Z with creating and implementing and running a CLIA waived laboratory. And so we have teamed up to do that. And it's been going really, really well. We've already helped about 20 different pharmacies uh, in the last just few weeks, get their CLIA certificates approved and get their labs built. And it's it doesn't have to be difficult. And that's the whole point is this is not something that is difficult or complex. Yes, you need to understand um, the nuances of everything, but you as the pharmacist are completely capable of doing all the things that we're going to talk about. All right. So there's some fundamentals here that I want to bring to the attention of our listeners too. And that's like, let's talk about getting started. So the pharmacist, and and it might be a pharmacist versus pharmacy difference. And because I know that there's a CLIA waiver that needs to be, um, you know, needs to be registered. Uh, you have to have some kind of certification. CMS has these outline these outlines and complete guides that obtain helped you to obtain this CLIA certificate waiver. Um, then we can dig into. Um, Hepatitis C, HIV, um, you know, birth control. We, I mean, there's so much that could be tied into this as a starting point for even our community pharmacies, our independent pharmacies that are out there that could use this as a program to literally grow their business while in a parallel, you're doing so much for your community because they didn't realize that this was even available through their pharmacy, let alone even available in general. There are so many patients I know out there, consumers out there who don't understand what testing could do for them in being preventative with a lot of the serious conditions and disease states out there that if we could get indications and data ahead of 
the the condition becoming extremely you know serious, we could save lives. Oh, without a doubt. And I can't help but think of diabetes because that's one of the leading um, causes of mortality and morbidity in our our country. Uh, it's also one of the things that we spend the most healthcare dollars on, and we can do A one C tests right with right in the pharmacy or right in your small consulting business and help people actually manage that condition on an active ongoing and affordable basis and that's just one of many examples but you're right it's it's an ability you that's why i said all pharmacists because regardless of whether you have an independent pharmacy or not you can create a business that has point of care testing as an option for you. That's to be honest with you, I don't have a pharmacy myself. I do functional medicine consultations and I offer custom testing services to my local community as a pharmacist. And so why can't other pharmacists do that same thing in their little area of the world and support their community very similarly, whether you're interested in the functional medicine piece or not, maybe it's pharmacogenomics or maybe it's a, you know, a diabetes certification, the sky is the limit, you just you might have to get a little bit creative, because it is a non traditional way to practice and use your license. But the opportunities are truly endless. I think of the barriers, Kristen, to being successful with point of care testing. So I do want to shift gears and think of that ahead of time so that our listener traveling to work right now or jogging or doing something they're listening to this podcast, I want to kind of give them multiple sections and things to think about around the realm of what is point of care testing and how this could be um, leveraged. And I thought of things that were holding pharmacies back and pharmacists back from doing this. And one of the biggest barriers I think is, um, is time. And that means, you know, we have to balance the normal workloads. You have 400 prescriptions daily that are coming through your pharmacy, your technicians, um, you know, are, are, are there, they understand your workflow. Um, you have a business that is, that is building in your senior care uh, community um, as well, where you're doing some assisted living or, or even some skilled nursing. So let's talk about the barriers. Let's talk about what things you are going to be able to provide to our pharmacists and our pharmacies that can really kind of extract and get those barriers of implementation out of the way. I think some of the biggest barriers, like you said, is time. That's, and we will definitely dive into so many different pieces that help you with time management and how you can do this quickly, because um, I might be a little biased, but I feel like this is the easiest clinical service to get into. You don't need a certification. You don't need all these hours of training to understand what it is that you're doing. And so I want to I want to instill the confidence that you can do this in a minimal amount of time. Um, and so the course that I put together, if you binge watched all the videos within there, you would have it done in less than one day. And that doesn't mean that you don't have follow up work to do. Of course, you know, you need to set everything up and fill out the forms and so on and so forth. But you can get through all that content in less than a day's worth of time. And then the other barrier that I see and hear about all the time is 
how do I charge for these services? And that's a big piece of the puzzle that we're going to talk, we're going to talk about in this podcast, we're going to bring other guests in to see how they are doing it within their communities, and how you can partner with other healthcare professionals to just get creative and get the word out that you are offering this service to your surrounding community and actually making an impact. And then with workflow, that's the third barrier. Workflow is can be a huge issue, but I am here to tell you that it's no different than doing an immunization. It truly isn't. There is no difference other than it being a test versus an immunization. And so it's just getting used to that additional thing that you're now offering and how you can make it successful and how you can have those easy conversations with your patients and how you can then start to expand on those services. I was just talking to somebody yesterday about once you, about how you can start upselling and cross-selling with point of care tests. And so this person comes into your pharmacy to get a prescription or they come to you for a consultation, totally unrelated to a test. They have diabetes or they have um, insulin resistance. They have some markers that are showing, hey, they would benefit from an A1C. We would need to check their glucose. So then you can talk to them about that. And once you talk to them about that, based on that number, what else can you talk to them about? And again, the sky is truly the limit. So I also want to give a, a shout out to a magazine um, known as Medical Device Investing News. And they are read by um, many um, investors out there, 401k providers that have mutual funds built into this. And why in the world would I mention that as we're, call, we're talking about point of care testing? Because they've taken notice. There was an article that came out on September 20, 21st, 2022. It was uh, named... Uh, the title health is wealth the point of care health technology model which is all about educating future technology investors that in fact pharmacies and it says in this article it says add to the evolving role of pharmacies as a critical location for deploying care, a point of care testing technology and it's clear why this innovative model is rapidly catching on and I, I applaud them because in mentioning pharmacies and mentioning pharmacists, we're, we, when I say we, I mean the pharmacy industry, we are going to be the leaders in point of care testing if we want to be. But please don't wait. Every single one of you that is a pharmacist that's listening to this podcast right now, I want you to do yourself in our industry, in our profession a favor. And that favor is I want you to connect with Kristen on LinkedIn I want you to reach out to her just to let let her know that, hey, I listened to the podcast. I might not be interested right now, but I will be interested in the future because if we don't wrestle this and control this and make it better and level it up and back it up with evidence-based medicine practice, we will lose this opportunity just like we have other places because guess what? We're always these polite little pharmacists out there who listen to the directives of your administration and your corporate leaders and blah, 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 blah. And then we lose opportunities in controlling things that should be in the bag, the bag of the tricks and bag of technology that is the backpack of all things pharmacists. 
Pharmacists should be controlling pharmacogenomics. They should be controlling point of care testing. They should be control, and I don't mean controlling and not letting your your physician in it. Absolutely not. They're the quarterback of healthcare. But you're the specialist. You are the medication management expert. You are the one that's going to be able to make suggestions to the other part of the care teams to make adjustments and treatment modalities and make shifts based on the outcome of what the test data came back. So shout out to pharmacists right now. This is tough love, and this is me almost like in a scolding position of saying, do not let this opportunity pass you by. Connect with Kristen Talent. Look her up on LinkedIn. She's out there. She knows what's going on. And Kristen, I'm so excited that you're going to be here to guide us in helping us on Talk to do nothing but bring us the best information under the umbrella of what is point-of-care testing. Yes, I am so excited to be here. And to that point, Data Bridge Market Research came out with a projection and stated that point of care testing is going to be a $65 billion industry by 2029. And we as pharmacists need to own this space. Just like other things, we need to own this space. And I am going to be here to help you along the way. I am excited. I am thrilled, uh, Kristen. It was serendipitous that we met. I want to give a shout out to Lisa Fast again. You helped to bring us together. I can't wait to go back to Diversifier X 2023, where we really just talk about each of these little um, verticals that we can build upon. Point of care testing will definitely be part of that. Um, I'm excited. You are a fellow Pennsylvanian as well. Uh, where in the in Pennsylvania are you from? I am from the Pittsburgh area, originally born and raised, went to pharmacy school at Duquesne University. So I am a proud, proud (laughs) Pittsburgh native. I now live in Maryland um, and have since I graduated from pharmacy school, but there is a large piece of my soul still in Pittsburgh. And just like the uh, corporate headquartered colors of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, uh, you bleed black and gold for um, for our wonderful Pittsburgh Steelers, I hope, right? I sure do. I, I do have to admit, I've always been a little bit more of a Pens fan. I, I like the speed of hockey a little bit better, but um, you cannot deny the um, commitment that we have to our Steelers. Yeah. You have to be a Steelers fan if you live in Pittsburgh. And who knows what's going to happen this this season, but... It's up and down. We Game one, it looked amazing. Game two and three, it looked horrible. And by the time this um, podcast comes out, who knows what happens in game four, but uh, fingers crossed. And Kristen, I am so proud of you. I'm excited to be supporting you. Um, we are um, honored to have you as part of our network. And I can't wait to hear what, what's coming from Pock Talk next. Thank you so much. And thank you for what you do for the pharmacy profession. It is truly incredible. So I, I again, am very honored to be here. Thank you, pharmacists, pharmacy technicians that are listening. If there's something that we can help you with, please find us so easy to find on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, connect with me, connect with the pharmacy podcast team, connect with other hosts on the pharmacy podcast network who are subject matter experts in so many different things. And obviously, we want you to connect with Kristen. Go to LinkedIn, request her as a connection. She is an encyclopedia of information, and and it's an ongoing dynamic version because you keep collecting new information. Every time I talk to you with Kristen, 
there's something new you're talking about in point of care testing. So I thank you and we are excited. Very, very excited. Thank you so much. 